0: Three lost souls, headed west, leaving behind them a trail of ruin a hundred miles long. Ahead of them unfolds uncertain fortune, and certain doom. Driven by vengeance, driven by a hunger for justice, and a desire for a better world, they charge into the very jaws of damnation, and round perdition's teeth. The farm boy shivered, deep in the Tartarian depths of the Malpais jail, and looked on in horror at the sheriff, his captor, for the sheriff sat in full view of the cage-like cell, crouched by the radio, clinging on its every word. Occasionally, the sheriff would let loose a small sound of agreement, and he was frantically scribbling down notes, as if the radio were responsible for his every decision.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes,
0: sir. And even in the dim light of the jailhouse, the sheriff's gun glinted dully in its holster, and both men knew that the sheriff intended to use it. Soon. I surely do. For the crooked man could not abide to see a single thing in this world go true, could not allow a single thing he saw to change. And his captive was, in his eyes, an agent of change.
2: Sir, please, what did I do? What are you going to do?
1: I think you know, son. I think you know.
3: Listen, Doyle, I really don't think this is a good idea. You're poking a hornet's nest.
4: Then don't come. Weren't you the one saying Everett could look after himself?
3: You're not going to let that one go, are you?
4: No, I'm not. Besides, the sheriff has no legal right to hold him.
3: Did it occur to you that sheriff might not have him? Maybe he just went to someplace.
4: That's about as likely as hell freezing over, and you know it. Besides, if Everett isn't there, no harm will be done. We haven't done anything against the law, either.
3: That's not how the law works, places like this. I'm gonna hang back. This is a bad plan. Fine, coward.
4: Mr. Sheriff, sir? Mr. Sheriff, sir, have you seen my brother? I thought he was just working on the car, but...
1: Don't play coy, Chippy.
4: What I don't... Ruth? Kn- Is that you? Ruth, help!
1: Quiet, you. I knew you were some kind of troublemaker the minute I laid eyes on you. You and your friend and your brother. Though, you two don't look much alike to me.
4: Sir, you've got me all wrong. We're just passing through.
1: A likely story. On the way to where? We're far from the main roads. There's nothing past here but desert and desolation.
4: I think you must be mistaken, Sheriff. We just pulled off of the 66 not even an hour ago.
1: So where are all the other cars? The people? The Okies, Chiselers, Vagrants? Criminals dripping down like pus from a lanced boil?
4: I, uh, I, um... Seeger?
1: Sounds like you're all alone. A lady out unaccompanied after sundown? That's improper.
4: I ain't no lady, pal. Look, you don't have a reason to hold him there, so just let him go. We'll be out of your town at sunup.
1: No reason. No reason. He's a vagrant. All you lot are. A caustic influence on the moral fiber of Malpais. I would not lock you up with him. Now, where's your other friend anyway? The Pinkerton dick you were traveling with?
4: Now listen here. I don't have time for this backwater bull routine. What do you stand to gain from tormenting us? Come on, we'll be gone tonight. Disappear, you'll never hear from us again.
1: Well, now, you see? It doesn't work like that. And how does it work? I say you broke the law, and I toss you in jail, and you right there forever. But why do that? Look, I've got a bill of sale, and right there at the bottom, it says the price is the head of an Okie, the head of a Wobbly, and the head of a Pinkerton. What? Plain as day. Now everything's been delivered, and you three rubbed me the wrong way, so it's not like I'm going to complain too much about getting rid of you.
4: You're an evil man. A crooked cop who can't even pretend to be a good person.
1: Harsh words. An empty coming from you. Now why don't you just...
4: Seeger! I'm right here.
3: Keep your pants on, Doyle. What do you think you're going to do? I'm going to stop
1: you. From all the way over there? There now. If you're going to shoot me, you're going to have to shoot your friend.
3: We ain't friends. Hold on, Doyle. This will be quick.
1: Wait! Wait! Why don't you- Of course. I could just shoot you instead.
3: going to have to do better than that.
1: Well, okay. Don't say I didn't warn you. Shit.
4: How did you- Two of you? How many of you are there?
1: As many as there needs to be. Are you going to part with your head quietly, or do I have to use force? That's close enough, pal. I don't think so. Come on, let's get you locked away.
3: Like fun you are. I'm out. (laughs)
1: Look at that. He's running away. You can never leave, John. You're on this ride until the end. He told me so.
4: Seeger! You fucking coward!
0: But the detective did not hear the sheriff's cryptic threat. He had a fresh shiner from a fist he never saw coming. The lawman had doubled himself, and his twin had come out of nowhere. With every strange thing that had happened, he decided to make good on his plan of leaving the others behind.
3: Did Everett leave the car on? Damn (sighs) hayseed!
0: And there was no escape down the road he was on.
3: Okay, damn it. Won't go anywhere without him. I get it. All right. Think.
0: And so he thought. He thought as he hefted the briefcase from where he had dropped it on the ground. He thought as he fumblingly lit a crumpled cigarette. He thought as he wondered, like those lost, shell-shocked souls, stumbling back from the line, back toward the highway. "'He thought so hard and so long "'that he was unsure of how far he had walked "'and lost track of how far "'the faint, sparse lights of Malpais "'were behind him. "'The detective was so deep in thought, "'clutching his briefcase "'the way a dying nun would a rosary, "'that he didn't notice exactly when "'the rumbling hearse stopped in front of him, "'and he thought its driver "'might have had to hail him twice. "'He climbed in, And for some time, the only sound that passed between them was the gasping torment of the engine.
2: Thanks for stopping, stranger. Where are you headed? Only really the one way to go. West? West? Yeah, you could say
3: that. What do you mean by that? Are you going west or aren't you?
2: Look, when you've been around these old back roads as long as I have, you learn you haven't got much choice in where you end up. West, east, south, north. All just points on a compass. Doesn't really match up with what the land does. The road's got ideas of its own, brother. What kind of talk is that? You'll see. I've been coming through this bad country for years never seem to make it out soon as you think you've found your way, it spits you out back where you started. You aren't another Wobbly, are you? I gotta say, I've had enough of that whole thing. What I'm saying is that running away from something doesn't get you away. You need to be headed towards something to get anywhere.
3: See this briefcase? I'm taking it somewhere. I've gotta get to California. You get me there without any trouble, I'll buy you a ribeye steak.
2: You think that's going to carry you where you've got to go? Being a messenger? You try to pin your hopes on that, you're going to end up in despair. What? It's worthy. But it's worthy for someone else. You've got other things to worry about, John Seeger.
3: Like what? I gotta
2: get this briefcase to
3: San Diego. It's a big worry, sure, but... brother...
2: and, And when did I tell you my name? Didn't have to. Anyway... There's things you learn when you spend as much time driving around this desert as I have. You see people, and a lot of times they're the same people, more or less. A couple of deviations, but mostly the same. But sometimes, you meet someone, and they're bound for something. Going places, like the farm girls say in the movies. And you're going places, brother. And I don't mean San Diego. What do
3: you mean, brother?
2: I mean... Sometimes the best road is the one with the most switchbacks. Might not be the most direct, but won't end up with you dying in some lonely ravine. Understand me, brother? No. You will.
3: So, uh, what? You're supposed to be some kind of ghost? My guardian angel?
2: (laughs) Nothing quite so celestial, John. You won't guess it. Just think of me as the other one. I'm just trying to get through, same as you. Can't get a straight answer from anyone these days. It ain't the time for that. Just remember, switchbacks. Just because you're headed away from your destination doesn't mean you're not getting farther down your road. Remember, it's important. (sighs) What in
0: the name of God? For the detective had awakened, seemingly without having slept in the pasture seat of a rusted-out hearse a little ways from Malpais. Dawn had not yet come, and the desert seemed to lie under a layer of household dust.
3: How's the radio still?
0: But it seemed that the rising day had roused something deeper in him than his consciousness, some stirring of— Christ, I shouldn't have run like that.
3: Christ, maybe I ought to quit drinking.
2: The still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil for thou art with me that...
0: but the organizer and the farmhand were far from safety so far from it each had come to face the fact that they might perish very very shortly as you
1: say as you say <laughs> Quite down in there Everett
4: huh You see any way clear of this? I can't say as I do. I keep trying to think of ways to get out, but I don't have any of my kit. And besides, the sheriff's right there. I wouldn't...
2: I don't know what I could. Uh, I suppose we all gotta meet our maker eventually. I just preferred it weren't like this personally.
1: You vagabonds keep quiet in there. Trying to listen to the radio.
0: Indeed, the sheriff was wrapped. "'swept up in visions of what Malpais could be. "'A prosperous little town, blessed with everything it might require, "'protected from the ravages not only of modernity, but also of the past. "'Good, upstanding people, chastely promenading the streets, "'the warm evenings filled with Elgar and Liszt from the gazebo in the park, "'children playing safely in the streets, "'with nary a concern for the dangers outside their yards.' A safe haven from the world. All this and more, the sheriff dreamt. And all would be his.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. As you
0: say. At the unconscionably low price of three lost souls run to ground. A fine deal.
4: He's gotta sleep sometime, doesn't he? Maybe we could do something then. I don't suppose, you know, that somebody in your line of work would know how to pick locks? If I had something to pick it with, maybe.
0: With this exchange, the town of Malpais would be saved from the hardships to come. In this, the start of the second act of an unending century of blood. Won't
1: touch a one of us.
4: I'm getting sick of this. What is this show?
1: You don't know? Too busy with your arson, murder, and vagrancy? You ain't heard of it? It's... Sheriff! Come on out! I'll tell you all about it in just a moment.
2: Wait a minute. If I could find something to pry up one of these floorboards, maybe...
1: Well, well, well. I knew you'd be back. Let my associates go. I think I won't. I think I'll take you, prisoner, and fulfill my end of the bargain. Your bargain with who? With what? Wouldn't you like to know, John? Come on. You've seen firsthand what this century has to offer us. Wouldn't it be a good thing just to give yourselves up and let some people escape from it?
3: They're not my people. This isn't my town. I suppose
1: it isn't, but it stands to reason. Quit talking. Now, why would you go and do a thing like that? You have any idea how painful it is to be shot in the head? What the hell? You've only got three more shots, John. You think you can get rid of me with those? I can make more bodies for myself. That's just cheating. No, John. This is my game. I define the rules. I set the goalposts. And the name of the game is, I win. (laughs) Oh, right in the head. That one hurt, but you only got two shots left.
3: Then I'll just pick up your gun and keep shooting. What? Look, your bodies are still there. Each one has a gun. Every time you fall, I've got six. Five. Five. Only, you know what? It doesn't matter. Shooting you makes more bullets, and I can just keep on shooting you because you're dumber than a Klansman. And you're a terrible shot. It's rubbing off
1: on me. Looks like we've got ourselves a standoff here.
3: Or I can just keep on shooting you until you get the idea and don't come back anymore.
1: We'll see about that.
3: Wait, what the hell are you doing? I got out under the floorboards, but Ruth... Oh, you just keep on doing what you're doing. I just need these keys. Well, fine. Hey, wait. Shut up. Wait, toss me his gun.
1: Sorry, they escaped.
0: And so the three lost souls head west. Back onto the crooked highway that carried them so far off their path. Back to their journey into the jaws of damnation, leaving behind Malpais, which will wither and die. The sheriff having been made to renege on his deal with a power so far beyond him that he might as well be a worm contemplating the sky, that he might as well be a mayfly looking out at the eternally roiling ocean.
1: I'll I'll chase them. I'll take everything and keep going after them.
0: The sheriff begged, hoping for a chance to salvage something, but he had already surrendered his soul and surrendered more besides. Malpais would wither and die, and the sheriff and his people would be dragged down into perdition, unable to escape the century of blood. Their souls, so much grist for the infernal mills, their lives, their fortunes, forfeit! And as for the three, there was only so long that they could flee, for now the hounds of hell had their scent and their old, broken-down Model A couldn't hope to outrun them. For the fires of hell burn in their V-8 hearts, and their jaws are studded with a thousand thousand teeth of strong American steel, smelted before those Union loafers ruined it and tempered in the blood of the weak. And they will never lose that scent. And they will know not to fail, because their bellies will be full of the putrescent meat of the failure that came before them. They come. Even now. The hounds of hell come for you. For your service, I'll give you one final boon, Sheriff. You will know the hour of your death. Now.
1: No! No! Please!